as you're lying there, scan over what your contact with the floor is like. How are you resting on the floor? Sense your hip joints. Feel how your hip joints lie. In particular, pay attention to the length of your spine. How your low back rests on the floor or is lifted away from the floor. How many of your ribs, if you think from the curve of your low back into your chest, your low ribs. Are they resting on the floor? Are they lifted from the floor? How much of your ribs at the back are on the floor? How much are the sides lifted? And feel how your shoulders are resting. And then come up to standing. And you might want to stand off your mats after we made all this effort to get the mats out there. So tonight will be mostly movements in standing, and we'll just lie to rest uh, from time to time. So organize your mats how you like that way. Uh, you can do it with socks or without. It's a little bit of sliding, but one of the interesting things is how much friction you get there it depends on how you organize yourself. So you could do it with bare feet or with socks. Okay, and as you stand, just stand at ease, with your feet easily spread, an easy distance. And check your breathing. Your hips free, your knees. Nothing really locked, just an easy standing. Check your jaw, your neck. How's your chest when you're standing? Do you have the feeling that your chest is held up, or does your spine hold you up and your chest hangs from your spine? And a lot of people look like they're committed to their glasses. If you can take your glasses off for the duration of the lesson, go ahead and do that. Stand again, your arms hang free. And begin now to turn your right heel out to the right. Turn your right heel out to the right and start to shift your weight onto that, but very, very slowly. So you turn a few times and make contact with your foot. You don't immediately go to shifting your weight. Turn your foot and feel how you do that. What Happens, how much in your hip joint, how much is your pelvis turning? What's happening with your chest, your shoulders, your head? And do it, turn your heel out, but leave your shoulders and your head as much as possible facing forwards still. So you're Pelvis turns, maybe your hip joint turns, but leave your shoulders looking forward. And gradually you find that turn of your heel outwards, shift 
What's it like to shift your weight onto that right heel? Monitoring your breath and your chest and your neck. So as you do that, as you shift your weight towards that right heel, all that stays quiet. Your breath continues quiet. You don't hold it. You don't interrupt it. Neck stays soft. And if your weight becomes secure on your right heel, then your left foot would become free from the floor. It could just lift. But don't rush that. Don't pick up your left foot. Don't hurry that. Just slowly develop it. Find that secure shifting of your weight onto your right foot so that your left foot just almost comes up of its own volition. So as you do that, your leg, your knee would be soft, your left knee. As much as possible, your shoulders stay forward and your right knee, your right hip, your right heel turn backwards. And to do that, your lower back, your lumbar spine, lower vertebrae, your lower ribs have to be soft. And it's that softness we're looking for in the pelvis, in the lower vertebrae of the spine, lower ribs. And continue and add to that as you continue, as you develop that, add to that that you're lifting your left knee and lowering your head and your whole back lengthens, rounds. Get rid of any lordosis, any of that arch of your low back. Your arms hang. It's like ropes hanging. And your leg lifts so that your knee, your lower leg can just, it's just dangling. There's no effort of lifting, no muscle work around your knee, no holding in your knee. Your lower leg's just dangling.
Okay, and leave that and lie on your back. Take a rest. Lie on your back. We have this theme of turning on a dime, this uh, six-week series, and um, we'll start with this idea tonight. There's a very particular way we would usually turn to face sideways. This is a very different way that really clarifies a certain axis of movement and makes that a very efficient and smooth transition to turn sideways. And... uh, And then we'll continue for the next six weeks and do a lot of different things on the floor with rolling and the shoulders and the head and feeling different ways to manage the head and the pelvis and all relating to this theme. As you lie on the floor, do you feel now a difference in the length of your left side, your right side, how they're resting on the floor? And then come up to stand again when you're ready. <laughs> and now let's start to develop the same thing on the other side. So take turning your left heel out. But now do this just as slowly to the left as you did to the right, although like we know the punchline already but go at it slowly turn that left heel out maybe about 20 times before you actually shift your weight to lift your right foot to turn your heel out and shift your weight but don't expect your right foot to be instantly ready to lift from the floor take it slowly again your shoulders stay as much turn towards the front as makes sense. So you're really softening your low back. Mobility between your pelvis, your lower ribs. It's going to be like the lordosis canceling lesson. You really lengthen your low back your neck soft Slowly coming to where your right foot is free from the floor. You round the whole length of your spine. 
subtly, not a big rounding, but just so you turn your head to look down. Look down with your head as you lift your right knee now. Your lower foot's hanging. Bent at the knee, just your lower leg hanging. Slowly develop that at your own pace. And feel that moment, the transition of your weight and doing that without your breathing being interfered with, without your neck doing anything to grab, without your thighs grabbing, without anything grabbing. So your knee bends and you fold down towards your knee. Whole length of your spine. You don't have to go much beyond canceling that lordosis, canceling the curve of your lower back. Very small rounding. Are your arms hanging? Arms hanging so that if you were doing this movement at 50 times the speed, your arms could just fly. Then let the turning of that right heel out get a little bigger, grow it a little. And as you grow it, can you shift your, shift how you're shifting your weight so that as you come towards your weight on your left foot, you actually start to be able to break contact of your right foot with the floor, your left foot with the, wait, your right foot with the floor, even before your left heel's done turning out. So you're shifting your weight as you're turning your foot out. So it's not like shift, lift, shift, lift. It's shifting, the weight's already turning, and your other foot's already lifting at the same time. Play with that. And start to go from side to side. So you shift the one heel out. Shift the other heel out. And the weight can shift as you're doing that. 
foot stays flat on the floor. The foot's really flat. You're not pushing off from your toes. You're using your foot flat on the floor. And the vertebrae of your lower spine, pelvis soft. So it lets you do this. If you're losing your balance, make it smaller. And as you come to stand on each foot, you're turning really on the axis of that shoulder. So as you you turn your right heel out and as your weight comes onto your right foot, you're turning on the axis of your right shoulder. Turn your left heel out to shift your weight there. You're turning on the axis from your left heel to your left shoulder. Great, everyone leave that, line your backs, take a rest. And come up standing again.
And now just turn the right heel out. Turn the right heel out. Come onto the right leg. Shift your weight onto the right. And as your left leg becomes free, take your left leg back and to the floor and turn the toes out of your left foot and your weight up onto your left foot. So you turn your right heel out, shift your weight, so your left leg becomes free, your left leg back, toes turn out, and you come onto your left leg. And do that really slowly so that you can, with a lot of awareness, so you can feel what's the difference between how you shift your weight onto a leg where you've turned the heel out and how do you shift your weight onto a leg where you're turning the toes out. So be different how you shift your weight onto this left foot whose heel, your right foot whose heel you're turning out, and then the left foot as you turn the toes out and come onto that foot. How is that different? And then you come back the path you came and do it again. So you're turning your right heel out. And as your weight comes onto that foot and your left leg can break, you bring your left leg a little further behind and bring your left leg backwards and turn the toes out on your left leg and shift your weight now onto your left leg. And do that really examining in yourself what's different about shifting my weight onto the foot when I'm turning the heel out versus shifting my weight onto the foot when I'm turning my toes out. And the whole way, your neck soft, no lordosis in your back, your spine a little rounded, a little rounding, not that you're hanging your head, and not that you're unbalancing yourself off your feet, just a little rounding in the spine, softened in the neck, rounding in the neck. You go, and then you come back. How is it different bringing your weight Shifting your weight onto the foot with the heel turning out and the foot with the toes turning out. Your head stays at the same height the whole way. Not really up and down. And then do the other side, so you turn your left heel out, shift your weight, and when the right foot lifts, it moves backwards, the toes turn out, shift your weight.
There's a bazillion, gazillion little reflexes of your nervous system that so incredibly attuned to that. When your weight goes on that foot, everything in a chain, you feel that. I can't do the same things in reverse. It's very different the other oh, going back. Yeah. Sort out the going back. There's no specific instructions about the going back. Sort them sort 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 as best you can. What is it to reverse that going back, yeah. Feel the arc that your head is drawing. And where does it stop and where does it start? And where does it feel? The pelvis is there. That supports it. That determines where the arc of the head is going to stop. And then go both directions. Do it from side to side. Left heel to the out. Your right heel to the out. Great. Leave that. Lie down. Take a rest. How's the length of your back resting on the floor? How's that developing?
Okay, and come up to standing again. we're going to do, I'm going to call it the same movement, but when you start, you're probably going to say it's not really the same movement, but we'll see how far we get. The same movement, but leaving your head and your shoulders forwards to the front. So it's like your pelvis and your legs sort of jump from side to side and shift weight behind you. So how do you do that? So the head still a little lowered, a little rounded. Lordosis gone from your back, your back rounded. And your pelvis from side to side at the back. Pelvis and your legs from side to side at the back. Your shoulders stay forward, so a lot has to soften. A lot has to happen. Those lower ribs and the lumbar spine. You can do it a few times with your hands. Spread on your low back and feel how much of that arch is there. Can you soften, open it? Turn that into a little curve the other direction. Your pelvis back. Just test that a few times, but mostly it's about having your arms hanging, so that's just a little something you can do to monitor. But uh, hang your arms, find that feeling, and then... So it's kind of like there's this whole... Jumping from side to side thing with your hips and your legs developing behind your shoulders and your head presenting this forwards. So your arm and your shoulders, your arms hang from your shoulders, your shoulders stay towards the wall in front of you. And as you slip your right heel out, it's almost like your pelvis slipping out behind you. Your left foot becomes free to move back. Come back, your left heel slips out, your pelvis, everything turning behind you. And your right foot can step back and turn out. Go a little faster, almost like a little jump from side to side, but not up on your toes or anything. It's still all flat foot, everything flat foot. And then do it much, much slower, very slow. 
turn the heel out, the weight shifts as you turn the heel out and the foot becomes clear. And your shoulders, your head continue to stay forwards. So your shoulders don't follow your hips. Your pelvis turns, 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 twists behind your shoulders. Not with a big effort, but because your vertebrae have become so soft. Because there's no arch holding your lower back. Great. Okay, leave that. Come on your back and rest. So come up to stand again. So we're refining a certain sort of turning here, turning to the side. That is not what we would necessarily do in ordinary life. So if someone came up to your left and you were going to turn and shake their hands, what would you probably do? Would you... Turn your left heel out like that, or would you step forward? I mean your right heel, or would you step forward with your right foot like that? Most normally in life we turn by stepping forward like that, right? And do that a few times, slowly, see what that's like. How do you turn to your side by stepping forward? So turn to look left by stepping forward with your right foot. So the way you naturally do it. Yeah. See what that's like. How does your pelvis turn? Turn your pelvis as you step forward. Just the right foot forward. You turn to look left. Does your pelvis turn with your foot or after your foot? Hmm? It feels abnormal. Yeah. (laughs) And then keep going to go in full circle like that. So you keep on going with your right foot to turn to your left. And you make a full circle. Again, still the back of your neck long and soft. Your whole back long. The arch of your low back canceled out. Monitor yourself in terms of if you're getting dizzy, don't 
can stop at any point. We'll go the other direction in a minute. And then go the other direction, left foot forward to turn right and back. Just go a couple of times, do it and come back. So without going in the circle? Without going in the circle yet, yeah. Just a few times forward and back. And then continue into a circle. And particularly the thing about the low back, if you want to think about that a little bit more, when we shift our weight, when you shift your weight onto the foot, that all of those gazillion reflexes that organize your whole spine and yourself to stand over your foot want to throw an arch into your back at that very moment that you shift your weight onto a new foot, onto a new heel. So that's what you're sort of stopping happening. That's what you're saying. Mm, Back, low back, stay long, stay lengthened. Maybe your pelvis will be tilted a little bit. Your head lowered. And keep that. Doing it with your feet flat, not pushing off with your toes. Your head stays lowered, stays the same height. Later, when everything below your head is sorted out, when your pelvis is moving your vertebrae of the low back and the lower ribs, when that's all sorted out, then your head can go anywhere and do anything. You can lift and look up. You can do whatever. We're leaving it out of the equation for now. Great. Okay, leave that and lie on your back and take a rest.
and come up to standing again when you're ready. And now let's go back to turning the other way, turning the heel out and following your head hanging, your back rounded, long. Your pelvis behind you can make this turn from side to side. And can you keep on going? I'll say it again. (laughs) So start again. Head hang, head hanging a little, neck soft, low back long, everything rounded. And turn by turning your heel out and keep going. Make a full turn. Can you make a full turn going in that direction? Make a full turn going back. Turning your heel out. Everything's smooth. So there's no breaks in it. There's no jarring or turning. It's an arc of your head, an arc of your pelvis behind you. Your head follows, your pelvis starts this movement behind you, your pelvis and your knee and your heel turning. And keep going in one direction to turn maybe two times. Don't try many more than about two times. Stop before you get dizzy is what I mean by that. So go in one direction, but don't get yourself dizzy. And then go a few in the other direction. And you feel, but as you do this, it's really instructive. Does your neck stay soft? Does your neck stay soft and your neck and your pelvis are talking to one another, but it's not jarring? Nothing your pelvis does is jarring, but instead your neck is listening and hears the support of the pelvis. It can just be a feeling of heaviness in your neck. You're doing it, your neck, your shoulders. Are they free, but is there some point in the turning where they feel heavy and then you stop there, do it more slowly, more mindfully so that your neck can, you feel the support from your foot and your neck stays loose and long. The more you really use the full range of that hip joint as you turn your heel out, the more your neck has that support from below the more secure it is. Play with that idea. Look for that feeling.
Okay, and then leave that and lie down, take a rest. Okay, and then come up to standing one more time. Feel your sense of your balance over your feet, your hip joints, the length of your spine. Your ribs, your chest, how's that feeling now in terms of effort in it or lack of effort in your chest? Does it hang from your spine? How do your arms hang? And just very slowly turn right heel out and shifting your weight onto your right foot. And then take your left foot backwards, toes out, shift your weight onto your left foot and come back. So just do this simple two shifts to the right. Your right heel out. The moment your weight shifts, you can free your left foot. You can come backwards and your left toes turn out and that shift onto your left foot. So that several times, the back of your neck long. And feel now coming up onto your right heel, coming up onto your left foot. Compare what each feels like. Smooth and arc. And then go to the other side, turn out your left heel. So your weight comes onto your left heel, your left foot. Your right foot comes back. Turn the toes of your right foot out and shift your weight onto your right foot. All a continuous arc, a continuous arc, not a not a bunch of different shifts here and there, but one arc of the pelvis, one arc of the head.
Okay, and leave that. Come onto your back. And how are you resting on the floor now? How's the length of your back on the floor? How do your hips rest? How are your shoulders resting? How does this compare to an hour ago when you first lay down? And whenever you're ready at your own pace and your own time, you can roll to your sides, come up to sit, come up to stand. Don't immediately start to get your mats out of the way or anything like that. Just take some time to feel what it stands like, feels like standing, see what it feels like walking around the room. Um, So just at your own time, whenever you're ready. (laughs) 